And with all that wonderful, beautiful music we had over the week, came movie releases as well. Coming to America to Okay, your thoughts on this movie? <laughs> <laughs> with all the stars to the cast, I thought that it was actually pretty decent to be a second rendition of it to be 30 years later like for it to be 30 years later i thought it was decent i do think that they could have recasted the son um he could have he just didn't yeah, do it for me I, I, yeah, yeah. yeah he, he he didn't do it for me but overall like the the plot was a little yeah, <laughs> yeah it was like like i mean they reached they really did reach for that plot um, him having this son mm-hmm. that he, when he got drugged, like it, it was, that was corny. Yeah. But overall, I mean, for it to be thirty years later, it was nice to see them pick back up and to see what happened to him. Um, but other than that, I mean, it's nothing that I wouldn't watch again. Yeah. But it wasn't. I don't know if I could have. Maybe I could have done without it. I think <laughs> I, I could have done without it. Yeah, I think. I it. I, I would have been okay if they never did a Come to America too. Okay, would be okay. But it wasn't. Bad. T, what about you? I liked it. Okay. I liked it. Um, now that you mentioned that, though, it was a little wild, like the way that the sun came about. It was like it wasn't even like it was a per. It was a person that it was a reach. Was yeah. It, was it, it wasn't even a person that we saw in the first movie so it was like you just gonna pull them two uh, them two out of nowhere and y'all you know mm-hmm. y'all that night. but it's like and maybe if it was one of, if it was one of the girls that they set at the table with then it would have been like oh okay they did kind of you know pick it up with them for a little while mm-hmm. but they kind of re- trying to recreate right. the movie I really did like and, and they all made a joke because it was like because I haven't seen Coming to America in a very long time, the first one. So it was like when we watched when we watched the movie, the Coming to America two, we watched the first one first, and then when we watched the second one, it was like, did we really need to watch the first one? Because they kind of threw all of the right. recapped it in the second one. But and overall, I really, I really did like it. I mean, it was very predictable. It was kind of cheesy, and I think it was only cheesy because of the sun. He just did not fit with the rest of the cast to me. He mm-hmm. was, he was, and it may be because he's not very, he's not well known like everybody else. So, you know. I don't, I don't even know if it was that. He just, he just, acting just wasn't that little, great. Like, he didn't really know what he was doing kind of thing. But yeah, but um, man, Eddie, kudos to Eddie, okay, because he pulled everybody mm-hmm. out the woodwork. And my mother, shout out to my mom, um, she asked a good question this morning. Um, was like, you know, she really wanted to know why the mother wasn't in this one. Is it was it that you know because they made it like she, she you know she passed away over the thirty years. But it was like, why couldn't they get her? Was it just that she didn't want to be in the movie? Or... Hmm, that's a good question. We had to look into that. You I'm, know, I'm like, sure. what was the reason know. that so she... Really, because they literally had everybody else. Yeah, yeah, but, but, but who was that mother? Who was she? Yeah, who was I she? Look it up. 
but yeah, to, to know her exact name. I got her but, face in my um, I don't I don't I can't remember her real name, but um but, but I, I mean is she big? Is she a big name or not really honestly? Maybe maybe that's why they didn't bring her back because she wasn't really but that I important. Think for me it was so big because it was so many iconic names in it. And then the fact that at his <laughs> are we doing spoilers? Go for it. It's is on it prime. Okay it's on prime. So at his at his funeral, I don't really know if we should call it a funeral or not because he was alive for the first time. But like all of the big names changed their songs just for this movie. It was pretty amazing to see. So I was like, that is amazing. The pull that Eddie has to be able to do something like that, like it was the pretty cool Gladys Knight. Oh my god, country. he has mm-hmm. he has yeah, some big names, and just to have cool. all of those people come. And even I felt like, and this is, you know, this may be unpopular opinion, but I felt like Tiana Taylor's um, role was kind of irrelevant. Not irrelevant, but she just wasn't enough for me. Like she's a big, she's a big name. So it's like the fact that it was just, and I think it really, because first of all, in the beginning, she did a great, great, great job. I love to see her perform. And when she was, you know, singing her song and she was performing with, with old dude, I don't even know his name, but um, I love that part. But then in the end, of course, then it, it's the cliche, I'm marrying you and I've been raised to serve you kind of situation. It was the exact same. It like, was just the, the same, same thing. It's like, she, this is Tiana Taylor. She has to have some kind of personality. And it was just like, whatever you like, whatever you like, master. Whatever music you like, Master. So I guess you feel like she should have been the role of the wife. Um, the one he eventually married. Yeah. The barber. Maybe, but then it wouldn't. Because, I mean, I guess the movie would have went off a bit early if she was all that he needed. Because she has an amazing body. And if she would have been you know, intellectual, it would have been like... But no, I think, but I think, no, I think, Kay, you were saying you would have rather, she, like, Tiana should have been casted, should have been casted as the one that he wanted to marry, as opposed to... Yeah, yeah, I mean, if if T didn't like the role that Tiana played, I mean, I thought it was all right. Because of her, her... Her name and who she is, she probably should have had a better role. But, I do, but I do like that it's not so cliche in, like, he came to... What, what what's the, what's the what's the place called they what's, live in? What, Zamunda? Zamunda. He came to Zamunda Zamunda and found him a real woman in Zamunda and not over there in yeah. the land Which was of which was hilarious how they flipped it. The, the, land, yeah, of they flipped it. the land of Queens. But um <laughs> I, I I listen. Yeah. I liked it. I thought it was a good movie. I think they did a great job. Um it was a little cheesy and it was very mm-hmm. it, it, it was very predictable because mm-hmm. it was the same movie from 30 years ago but it just right. it was older yeah definitely like do I you think that it was overhyped to a degree yeah definitely um i don't think so definitely i mean that's I been, but it's, it's been 30 years it's been 30 years right. I, mean, so. I think it was i don't think it was overhyped because it was very big it was very iconic for a lot of big name people and for our what do you have paid to see it on theaters yes 100 I'd have been mad. I would have been if I paid for that movie. I, would, I think I would, I would actually pay to go see it. Like I would pay to go see it now after I watch it on my TV. I enjoy it, but I'm not paying to go see it though. I would pay to, if, if if and and, and I and I love it. The the first you know the first one I love for sure, which was 
what really gave me my love for this second one because it was very nostalgic. Um, <laughs> when my guy get to singing at the ceremony and all that stuff, I mean, it was it was like real. It was it was real nostalgic um, how they went about it. So that was cool. Uh, I definitely enjoyed it. Like T said, Eddie definitely brought out all the yes. big. He brought out all the big guns. It was for, for me. It was like okay. I here, guys. Y'all can't take my black card because I seen it coming to America, and I fight y'all if y'all try to take my yeah, black she card. Finally seen the first one. But anyway, I seen I've, I've seen it before, but I, I was really young, so it was like some me when I say me and Davon was in the basement dying laughing at some of the stuff in the first one yeah. because it was stuff <laughs> that I didn't pick up when I was younger mm-hmm. that I picked up now was like yo did he say. <laughs> I was like really in tears, crying. Like this is this, why didn't I watch this more often? Because right. it was different. Yeah, yeah. For thirty years, I would say it was good for it to be thirty years later. Mm-hmm. But do I think that it could have been a standalone movie and been so iconic as Come to America One? Not at all. No, no, not at all. No, and I don't no. even say that. No, no, because mm-hmm. nothing will beat the original. It was definitely. Excuse me, y'all. I had um, some wine. I had a little burpage going on here, but it 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 will never. I mean, it's a lot of movies that you know you see the sequel, you see the second part, and it's like it it'll never top the first one. But it was still good enough to be like, okay, yeah, nice to see. Yeah, it was know, story it, continue, but right. it was it was cool. It was nice to see them. Um, you know, everybody just older and. Yeah, and uh, interesting fun fact for those who do not know, but the movie was actually filmed in uh, one of Rick Ross's houses. So, um, henceforth, why he gets a cameo in there. So, that was Rick Ross's mansion that you see. A very short short, short cameo. He was shown like twice or something. So, you know, definitely the biggest boss. (laughs) Maybach. So, yes, so that mansion you see there. So, I got a question about it, though. So, some of the old people looked a little older than I feel like they should have looked. John, I know it's been John like, Amos looked like he was born green dead right? walking. Exactly. Literally. John Amos looked like he was Ray Croke over. James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones. Chill on Mufasa, yo. <laughs> they were old in the original one. Exactly. It's 30 so, later. I mean, it, it looked like they had on some form of makeup. But even it, it's stuff that I picked up in the first one, too. When I was like, babe, you see Eddie Murphy got, <laughs> he had Beijing in his eyebrows and in his temples. Yeah, Eddie. And I'm like, but wait, he like 20? Oh, Eddie, man. Oh, Eddie, yeah, yeah. He was a little, a little older. But either way, definitely recommend. Check it out. Yeah. Um, you will enjoy. You can watch it with the fam. It's PG, so, it, you know, PG-13. So it's not one of those things where you're getting that nudity like you got in the first one. But um, interesting one, yeah. Like, like, like you guys were saying, the sun didn't do it for me, all of that. But... Mm-hmm. Um, it is something that you know you you can enjoy it for what it is. Uh, they did they did a great job of modernizing it, which was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so all of that was fine and dandy. But when you talk about the royalty and just all of the things that were uh, going on in it that were very uh, regal, <laughs> obviously he was a princess of Moon. It leads to another topic um, that's quite big right now. The interview took place last night with Oprah and Meghan. Um, and uh, Prince Prince Harry. Uh, I don't know if he. I don't know if he could still be even called Prince at this point. But um, there was a very controversial um, interview that took place last night. That is quite a big topic of discussion right now. Um, 
where Megan is finally her and uh, H, as she calls him, man, Harry, mm-hmm. finally air out some things that have been going on behind the scene in their um, personal lives, but they've kind of bled out to the public for many of you all to see. And it was very, it's just very interesting to me because uh, we have a lot of discussions offline about um, social classes and just, you know, and, and, and the obvious being race, um, always being a constant issue and factor in things that we go through in life. But Oprah does this interview with them and Megan and Harry simply bleed out what's been happening and what's been going on behind the scenes and it was quite remarkable so she she opens up talking about how the right after they marry and they actually wedded three days personally to themselves prior before even having everything that you all seen the big ceremony stuff and whatnot um she said upon entry as soon as she got in there driver's license passport car keys everything was taken from her immediately immediately they were like okay you're 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 in here with us now you no longer exist as you like you're you're you know you're 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 here we you know we take all of that away but of course if you guys were wondering everything has come about and bubbled over now because it's finally became an actual big issue of um her child and the child because the child is black not having, uh, not being able to take the title of the next, whether, you know, Prince or whatever the case may be. And um, Megan and Harry were like, hey, you know, they they stepped down, stepped away from it, moved back to L.A. where she's from. And believe it or not, Tyler Perry is actually the one who provided them security and place to stay. Shocker. Um, That's that's pretty, that's that's pretty, I was was wild to see that, but um, Tyler Perry was actually the one to step up and do that for them. But Megan, so, you know, she just did, they, they, like I said, they talked to, talked to Oprah about it, went to the airways and just, it didn't, and this is where uh, me and Kay have talked about this a lot. And even me and T as well, where we're transparent in stating the obvious um, with, we know that there are injustices and, marginalized (laughs) oppression and things that are happening among our people. We know this, Mm -hmm. this isn't brand new, but I think, I guess what really made this sort of bubble over, I guess, to a degree is just that, I guess what Kay, because it is the, it is the exposure that's taking place of the British system so to speak. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's I think yeah. that's 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 really what it does. But at the end of the day, like I said early on in the episode, go and do your research. Go and do your reading. You'll understand that as much as things change, guys, they stay the same. <laughs> so none of these things are new. They're not new. This is what's been happening for a very long time. But like I said, for them, it's just was something that it just it finally bubbled over. And I guess where the empathy for me came in with the story was that I know it can be tough for anyone to not have the support come from the places where they need it the most. You're having children, you're expanding your family, and naturally you would love for your mom, your cousins, your siblings to be in support of that and love you through that. But now there's a separation and a wedge and you got to walk away from all you've ever known to go and now build something new. I mean, of course, we know, you know, you get married, of course, the classic term, 
leave and cleave. We know this. You start anew. But you still want to be able to say, hey, bro, bring the kids over. Sis, bring the kids so we can have our kids together. We can do, you know, and now that's not going to happen. They're really out here on their own. Um, and in large part because uncomfortable conversations had to be had within the traditions in the system, which is one of the things that you know, we've seen in Coming to America too, where the, tr the, the tradition was we're, you know, we're going to select who you marry and you know, the family's got to coexist and they got to continue to build on the, you know, the legacy and, and yada, yada, yada. And for, I, I was telling Kay just before we started recording, it was all the more amazing for me that they were even able to get married from the beginning. That was even a shocker to me, knowing that she was black, mm -hmm. or, or you know, half black, whatever the case yeah. may be. That in itself was alarming for me because hot take, uh, Bridgerton is not reality. <sighs> God, that was a crushing <laughs> one for me, realizing that Bridgerton was just a fictional place. I, I thought we had black accents. Anyway, um, but just to just to see that, you know, to see them going through this and to see that these are. The, still the topics of discussion and still the battles that are happening is still a reality check for all of us day in and day out. We are getting better. However, it still exists. Mm -hmm. It's still there. Um, and I guess more than anything, naturally when they got married, I at least in my naive, in me being naive, I guess, was under the impression that by them marrying, she was now going to be accepted into the family and being accepted into the family for who she is, her family, her, you know, her background. I just, I just assumed that that would be the case when they, when they married, that it would, you know, all, I guess all would be well. And yeah, I know. And TT's giving me the look like, what is wrong with you? Are you kidding me? I'm sorry. Yes, I do. I do believe in love. Do you, I, 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 do, I, I do believe in love kind of pressing a lot okay, of other so things love, aside. Love does cover a multitude of sins, as it says in the big book. But here, here's the thing. If, if they don't like Black people, they don't like black people. Yeah. Whether they, whether Prince Harry decided to marry this half black woman or not, it's none of their concern. They don't care. She's black. I don't like black people, and that's just yeah. that, that's just what it is. <laughs> and, and I mean, of course, they're they're gonna let him marry who he wants to, because the good thing is he married for love, so he didn't follow the traditions. But it, he married for love, so it's like he he you can't I mean I guess you have to give him the okay to like all right, all right you can go ahead and marry this chick that's right. fine but, but keep her in line huh but keep her in line like un she needs Pretty to much. replace right. but you need to right you need yeah. to make sure that she mm. minding her business and shutting up so basically this sounds like a common story because upon her arrival everything is stripping away from her mm -hmm. She's oppressed, placed into a space to keep her mouth shut. And then when she seeks help and try to get more help, she's told to go over there and stay in your place. God, that sounds very familiar. Interesting. Um, God, that sounds so familiar. Slavery. But uh, it's, 
it's just, I don't know, in case, you, Kay, you can speak to this a little bit, because it was just very interesting to me. I mean, to me, I kind of think it's naive to actually even think that love will prevail all when you're talking about an institution that's been around for forever. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, they've colonized pretty much the whole world, and they've suppressed pretty much anybody that has any type of melanin in their in their skin, and they... They've given people religions mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, to suppress them. They've put in people's minds about colorism. So it's and it's not just in America. It's all throughout the world. Like this, this system has permeated into the souls and the minds of people. So mm-hmm. it's naive to think that they're ever going to accept a black person becoming basically the head of what you can kind of loosely deem as the world mm-hmm. when they've been trying to suppress you. I think that's the biggest issue mm. because Prince Harry was next. Yeah. So it was like well, wait, wait, wait a minute. Prince William is older than her, ain't he? Yeah, yeah. I, don't think, I don't think that he would have been next, but I think it's just a symbolism. It's just symbolic so to if, say. But even if he wasn't next, the simple fact is that he had that black Prince baby. Harry decides, yeah. decides to go up to the throne, when it's his turn to go up to the throne, she's going to be the queen. And the fact that she's half black is an issue. And then, and, and, and then, then they take kids. And then, and then the baby, because the biggest, because, <laughs> so the, because, because that's, that's where the issue is. That's where the issue came in because they because they were like, yeah, they were like, wait a minute, this kid's gonna be brown. How brown is this kid gonna be? Those were the exact words. And then going and then going forward into the generations, okay. Well, now you've introduced this, so now he might go and get a a black woman, you know. So it's just they couldn't, they just couldn't allow it. And when we talk about like white supremacy. I mean, you can't you you can't bring blackness in and still try to be supreme. Like it's just it just wasn't gonna work. Like you know now the whole lineage is now black. You know, so it it at it's at, at, yeah at that at that point because he has now introduced it. So mm-hmm. they had to push. I mean, he had to, they had to push them out. Um, I guess it's a it's a sad reality for some. You know, who weren't already aware. Exactly. But, this, this is what's really going on and it's like it, it, I mean it, it really it's, is it's, it's just, it's just it's it, I'm, I'm, I'm telling y'all it, it is and, and like you know and, and, and obviously for the you know for the viewers we just we, we can't stress it enough to just stay informed and aware uh, we're not on this show we're not pushing or stressing any kind of hate for anybody or, or nothing like no, that but we want we want for people to definitely be aware and understand just unfortunately, the harsh realities of situations. And we're not trying to sway anybody's opinion. It's just it's the it's it's it's, it's, it's the harsh reality. It it really it really is the harsh reality. And I mean, kudos to them for you know challenge you know challenging the system exactly. and and bringing what, awareness to to what we a lot of us already know. What so, it like, is for me is well. just like I I am so and I don't know if proud is the right word because I don't know them personally. But it's like, it, it really makes me feel good to be like, because at first, 
when you hear about Prince William and Meghan not being at the palace anymore, it's like, whoa, 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 did they get kicked out? What's going on? Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, we left. Yeah, we stepped away. We we got out of there. And it's like, that is a heartwarming situation because Harry was like, no, I'm not ready to let you treat my wife or my kids like this. I mean, they, he, he really didn't have a, a, a choice because he said that if the situation was different, he would have stayed. But mm-hmm. they cut him off. Yep. Well, <laughs> he didn't. He didn't have any money. She had yeah, to leave. Yeah. She had to go. She had to work. You know, she had to go back to yeah, her lifestyle because much. yeah, they weren't gonna fund it. So they had to do something. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're yeah, right. You're right. You're right because that because that that was exactly what I read. It was pretty much like yeah, she better get back and acting because <laughs> y'all gonna need some money because uh, it won't you know it won't be uh it, it won't be coming from this regime. Be and blessed. That, and that's you know the reality of the way our world is is sickening because it's just like, how dare you chastise this man and his wife for finding true love? Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Like, I don't care what color what color your skin is. If they, you know, everybody knows Davon is not a, a, of a different descent, but if Davon was of a different race, I would, and, and I loved him for him, I would love him no different. And I would expect my people to love him no different. But it's just like, because if I find true love, that's all you should be happy for. You should be happy for me finding true love. So it's the simple fact that you don't even give two craps that I'm in love with this person in and, and my life and I'm happy. Yeah. And you're just like, man. I think that your viewpoint is refreshing. It is, but a lot of people don't think that way. Like right. why we have all the hate, hatred in America that we do now. Like people don't think like, oh well, I'm so happy for you just because you found true love. Like they, they don't they don't care. They can't see beyond their prejudices. Yeah. They they just and they, they will not they won't allow it and they just won't accept it. So it's it's good that you have that fairy tale idea of you know what love should be what love is but the, the reality of it is, is it's not yeah people don't care about that yeah it's 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 just it's just not and i guess the the biggest alarming thing for me is that you know it it ended up running far deeper than the bloodline because they were like nah you can you can bounce like they were willing to they were willing to out their close of kin like nah bye-bye yeah that you're like you're not about to buck against our systems that have been in place, our but beliefs, it, our ideologies, like, our traditions. You're not that, bucking that's it. That's the thing that goes back to, and, and that's powerful. My God, listen, like yeah. I don't have nothing against Prince William and their marriage, but I did watch this video the other day of the two. They compared the two marriages, so it was like Prince William and what's her name, Katie. Yeah, yeah. and. Prince Harry and, and mm-hmm. Meghan and they just were like comparing how they react to each other, how they do um, interviews yeah. together and it was just like you can tell the difference in love like when, when me and Davon sit and we having a conversation together 
we generally look at each other. We may, if it's a, it's depending on the kind of situation it is, we might even touch each other's, mm -hmm. you know, hands or shoulders. Or so basically, like those two looking like an arrangement. But it was like, <laughs> wait, one, of, one of the things that struck me the most was that when Prince William and Katie were talking about whatever they were talking about in one of their interviews, Prince William reached over to touch Katie's shoulder mm -hmm. and she shrugged him off like I mean she she didn't say like don't touch me but you could tell like her body was like yeah, wow, yeah. Uh, that or me it's just like you can just tell the difference with and it, they you know they ran down the different you know this one looks like it's an arranged marriage mm -hmm. this one looks like it's yeah. true love kind of situation it was a several different instances but it's just like it just goes back to like how coming to America was when it was really a tradition. If you don't follow to the tradition, it's wrong. Mm -hmm. Yep, pretty much. I'm, but I'm, I'm so glad you said that because in the interview with Oprah, he says it. He's like, I feel so bad because my brother is trapped. My father is trapped. So they've had these conversations behind the scenes of, I, I, I know this isn't right. I don't necessarily agree with it, mm -hmm. but. It's how we do things. It's tradition. It's how we do it. And it's like, yo, if you don't change the tradition, but it's, uh, you know, I guess but it's easier said of, than done. That's one of the big things that wasn't coming to America. Yeah, it was like, yo, you're enough. the king. You can change the rules. Like, you you rule everything. You can make yeah. up your mind. You but can change. I, I, I don't think that they can necessarily change things because of the power that they hold. Yes. And the power so, that they wield. I, no, I'm, I'm not talking about the princes. I'm talking about like the kings. And the I, I know, but it's just the, the because we don't know all the secrets that they hold. Mm -hmm. So we get getting into my conspiracy bag. We we yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they've been around for so long, and we don't see the hidden forces behind how they wield the system. So, mm -hmm. and if we know that they're here for white supremacy. We, 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 we understand that. And we know that white supremacy is still the dominant force around the world. So it's not as if they can just come in and say, oh, well, let me change this because you might topple the system. So I think that's why I, I don't necessarily think that they're trying to get out of this. I don't, I mean, granted, they probably want a, a little bit of freedom but white supremacy helps them too in their privilege. So, Bingo. like, Bingo. this is just such an interesting. Yeah. Like you can you can sit and you know have your private conversations with your homies or whatever on the back end. Like, yeah, I don't really agree with this. But at the end of the day, it's like, no. But this is this is getting me all the great things. This is getting me my royal bosses and, and my money. I get people to I get people to brush my teeth for money. me and. and I get my money and I can do whatever I want and I can buy this and that. So it's like... And to... Uh, one interesting thing that I saw was that she was saying the tabloids kept coming after her. Mm. And that's that's kind of sickening because that means that it's really ingrained within their society to be okay yeah. with that. And that's... that's yeah, that that's just... It's just I'm telling you, look, Lady Whistledown is a real thing. It's a real thing. And they was buzzing over there. They was writing all, all the gossip and tea all out there. She was like, I got tired of it. I can't even see the light of day out this window, but yet I got all this busybody gossip because going on. I'm black. 
That's a black. Yeah, man. So, so like I said, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, so like that part of it was kind of where, you know, my, my empathizing did come in because I'm like, damn, you know, and, and it all, it always poses the question for me that I ask people all the time, like, you want to be rich or you want to be famous, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing, because yeah. with that, you know, with that fame and notoriety, it, it does, you know, you, I do believe that a lot of them know that it's going to bring that uh, microscope, so to speak, but you still, you, you don't want to have intrusion. You know, like it's, I get it. I'm gonna be on. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna be in the spotlight. I get it. But then it's like I still want to be able to live no, a normal life. You know, so to speak. But I don't know. It's 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 definitely it's definitely tough. But I did. You know, I did want us to discuss this a, a little bit um, because although it is something that we know that it, you know exists, um, it's still uh, it, it's it's still it's all to me. It's always gonna be a tough pill to swallow because. It, it it impacts us directly, <laughs> like it really impacts us directly because you want to be great, you always want to strive to be better, um, in whatever field it is, career field or what have you. But we do have this harsh reality that we're hit with every day, all day, <laughs> all the time. We can we can pretend all we like, as Kay mentioned, the fairy tale. We can Disney it up all we like, um, but in the end, it's here. It's here. And, you know, the, the, the conversations that we have to have going forward is like, what are we going to do to change it? Like, what are we actually going to do to change it? Like, what are we going to I mean, I guess <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't know if we can necessarily I know that we can make changes, but it would be nice to know what we're fighting against. Like, it, yeah. we don't even know why these people hate us so much. It's like okay. we, we don't have any historical context to be like, yeah, we did this in the past or we had these type of abilities or we, we don't know. We, we just like we, we yeah. come into the world and just like the world hates us. And it's like, why? We have, it, it, we have theories. Yeah, I mean, cons- we have conspiracies, yeah. But, but you're you right, know, Kay. That's a that's a oh my like, god, that, that is such a powerful and great question. Like, you know, some, what did we do to deserve this? Like, what? Is, I don't think it's that we, we've done anything. I think, I mean, say how say how you feel. Say, I mean, because we can get into the Moors, we can get into the Naki, <laughs> we can get into the, the rightful owners of the earth, we can get into the we were the originals. Like, okay. just say how you feel. So, hey, Okay, so the, okay. My 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 viewpoint is there's is so much that I, okay. I'm just gonna say it here. Here it is because it is. I'm I got. I'm sorry, y'all. I got constant reminders in my head of things that maybe you shouldn't say these things, but I'm gonna say it because it's how I feel. So we had this thing called the Bible, which I call the big book. The big book talks about a lot of stuff. It is very descriptive about how people look, how people how people acted, um, the kind of jobs that they did. So in my mind, we are the chosen race. We are the head of everything. So here, here but here the issue is the, like the other race that we fight against so much has not been they have been fighting against us forever and it's not just like slavery 
the the slavery that we hear about in school and in our history classes and stuff it's like the stuff that you hear about in the bible with egypt and like bc like it, <laughs> it goes back that far so it's like forever they have known that we we first of all well, you feel when it comes to slavery we are the people who feed your kids we nurse your kids we cook your dinner we make sure your house is clean we have all the skills we have all the things that the world needs to succeed. But but what happens is they don't want us to be on top. If we are on top, we we kill everything. We are we would murder the not not in a figure to be figure. Yeah, not, not literally. Not, murder, I'm not talking about not like literally murder. Killing nobody right. going to jail because not at all. But like we would kill it. On on some real stuff. Black people, if we all came together the way that the other races do, it would be nothing that would be able to stop us. And it's just like, I think that they know, a lot of them know that. So it's like, and I think that they have been taught that, which is why they are taught to make us the superior so that we would never know that we're as great as we are. But when people go like, you know, I'm on a spiritual journey and on the spiritual journey, you do get those kind of downloads where it's like, yo, you're, you're the shit for real. Like, and it's like, so is it, is it just that y'all know that if we were on top, we would, we would like really dominate and, you know, take over the world in a sense. So y'all just do everything in y'all power to suppress us so that we always under on the bottom or, un, you know, um, inferior, yeah. inferior to everyone else so that y'all can have everything like privilege is a real thing and they only have the privilege because of the things that their ancestors have put in place but it's been like that forever and it's, it is like people always talk about slavery and, and and it's like yo even before the slavery times we were still getting treated the same way so there has had to be an underlying issue and a reason why we, at, like, it's us as a race. Like, the, the Asians get treated a certain way, and, and Hispanics get treated a certain way, but we get treated much, much worse. So it's like, there has to be some kind of something that they're tucking under the rug and they don't want us to know because yeah. they like, oh, well, if they get they won't. And that's why I say that the monarch probably no understands what's actually going on. They've been here forever. You know, they're close to the, <laughs> to the Vatican. You know, the Vatican has a library. All the secrets are in there. So, you know, mm. you something can't get, you know, toppled down and things can't get revealed. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. There's something, something there. And I'm here to, to figure it out. I'm telling y'all, the, mo the moment we get to the bottom of this thing, I guess we'll just when we get to the bottom, we'll, we'll decide if we want to reveal. Right. How about we'll that? How about that? Know. Stay tuned. When we get to the bottom of this, we we may reveal, we may I'm not, because and who and I don't know. And and also, you know, just just pray our protection because who knows? We might get to the bottom of it and then you know, and then we answer. So, <laughs> so definitely pray our protection and peace. But we like I said, we definitely want to get you know, to, to the bottom of it. But I know at least from what we talk about all the time, we just have to continue to have these conversations. We know they're going to be uncomfortable. We know they're going to be unsettling, 
Um, but, you know, we have to have these conversations because if we really are about the change, <laughs> let's do what we need to do to make the change. Otherwise, we're going to just keep repeating. Here's the thing, guys. I don't want anybody to feel like anything that was said or because I know I did just speak a lot. I don't want anybody to feel like, oh, she don't like white people. No, it's not the case mm -hmm. because it, and I'm not going to say the cliche, but, you know, and that's not the case at all. It, but it's it that you know I just I just I just don't want anybody to feel like I'm um you're attacking pre your prejudice or anything like that. And, and I, no, I don't I don't I don't really and it doesn't bother me if anybody thinks that I'm prejudiced because I know that I'm not. But I don't want anybody to feel like I'm attacking them um or a specific race. We're just speaking our truths and how we see them <laughs> we're not yeah, we're, we're not attacking anybody not at all but 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 i know it you know with the people you can't trust who's getting attacked this time around since we're talking about attack t who are the people that you cannot trust <laughs> okay so for those of you who know um we have decided to move um down south. I won't say specifically where because I'm not trying to have all of y'all in my house, okay? But here, here, here's the thing. Predominantly in the southern areas, there are folks who drive around with their windows down because it's, you know, it's normally nice down there. The weather's pretty good. Um, so there are specific people who kind of, you know, they're driving in their cars, their windows all the way down. And, you know, sometimes we like to hang our arms out the window a little bit. There are certain people who hang their entire arm out the window. So it's like, if you, the, the, the way that you sit in your vehicle, in your driver's seat, you can only get a certain amount of your arm out of the car. Now, if you sit with your arm out of the car for a, a few days in a row, you start to get a tan because your arm is consistently in the sun. If you have a tan that goes all the way up to your shoulder, that means that you tend to hang your entire arm out the window. Me personally, Jesus, I said it. I don't like to say me personally, <laughs> but that's it. I don't hang, I, I know most of the people that I see with their arms out the window, if you just kind of like kicking it, listening to your music, the weather's nice, you got probably up to your elbow, to the cuff of your elbow, hanging out your window. There are folks, and they reside in the South, most of them, that they have their entire, like their armpit <laughs> is the on window. the window. <laughs> the window. So like, if you are that long, no pun intended, babe, because I've seen your face. If you are that long where you, you can reach your entire arm down to the shoulder out of the vehicle while you're driving and not impair your driving experience, you probably can't be trusted. I just don't. It's like, even, even if your arm is long enough to be able to do that, why do you want your entire arm out of the window? Oh. <laughs> like, 
the, the reason this came about, shout out to my dad. My dad is a is a chronic arm hanger outer. outer. So he always come home with the infamous the infamous t-shirt tan. His his shirt when he takes his shirt off, everything else is very light skin, and the rest just his arms from his t-shirt where your t-shirt stops. Arm hanger outer. behind hanging your entire arm up to your shoulder why if you yo we're taking a shot to arm <laughs> you, wear, you wear you wear out there right so here's, a, here's that's what you are so you're <laughs> they want probably an arm finger out no i'm not not at all nah, I, i'm too scared it's gonna be a I, I, I hung my arm out in the window one time um into the sunroof when I say a bug hit my arm and I feel like it almost snatched it off, I will never do that again. Yeah, it's like, again. it's silly. It's like, for me, it's just, it's just yeah. like, <laughs> if, I hang, if I hang my arm all the way out of the window, nine times out of ten, the weather is very nice. I may have on a shirt that doesn't have any sleeves, right? Most of us, where do you in depth analysis? It is because I think yeah. about these things in depth. So you wear deodorant, and most of us wear deodorant that has a little bit of white residue because not all of us use the clear mm-hmm. stuff, right? Yeah, clear had me be runny. I don't think so when you pull your because your armpit is on the windowsill at this point, if your whole arm is hanging out. So now when you pull your arm back in, you got white stuff. On Smearing. the inside of the door, so now you dirty oh. at this point. <laughs> oh, and you can't now you dirty. Oh. Your car and put my arm under the window left. and your pit in the window seal. Always armpit juice in the window. Hashtag armpit juice. Dirty. This always goes. Tell us this in the pre-production meeting. We can't keep going. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was out here loose. This is this free. I want y'all to. I want y'all's authentic. Oh yeah, I went and put my armpit jelly on blast. Sorry to all the people in the south. I'm sorry. Armpit jelly. So I'm gonna bring it back around. To the coming to America, Kay asked me to look up a few things. Oh yeah. Um. Uh, the actress that was a king's mother in Coming to America one was Madge Sinclair. Okay. Um, she was unable to be in the second Coming to America because she. I'm sorry, guys. I'm trying to. I I read it, but we talked about so much. Um, she was fighting cancer. She died from leukemia oh, wow. in oh, wow. 1995. That just took a sad turn. Oh. Oh. So she um, was unable to be <laughs> able to, for obvious reasons. Um, 
point two. Right. Yeah, that's a hard left, right? <laughs> not, <laughs> not to um, you know. The part two point two was you asked me about the young man. What the one that played the son? The one that played the son. Oh, um yeah, but they this one um article that I'm reading kinda explained all of the people who were in the first movie that weren't in the second movie. And first of all, they call Samuel L. Jackson the hold up man. <laughs> <laughs> the hold up man. Um, yeah, um, I don't know. I lost it. It's gone. But it was. It's, oh, it wasn't nothing that you asked me. But did y'all know that um, Eddie Murphy's real daughter yeah. was in the movie? One of his daughters. She was a middle daughter. Daughter in the movie was. Like, oh, she, oh, the, the, the middle daughter. Her name. Oh. The, the youngest one. Her name is Bella. Bella. Hold on. Which one Bella was the? Was the youngest one the daughter, or was the middle one the daughter? I think. I think it's, it doesn't say. It doesn't honestly. say. It okay. doesn't say. So he, but he, either way, one of those, yeah. one of the two younger ones is his real daughter. Real yeah, life. it just okay. says Akeem's daughter, daughters, Mika, Tanashi, and Oma. Is that how you say her last name? Her name? Oma? I, love, I love it. See, that's that, see, that's that generation of wealth we talk about right there. Are that's played she... by Kiki Lane, Akili Love, and Bella Murphy, Eddie Murphy's real daughter. Okay, all right. That's cool. Oh, yeah. That's some that's some that's some good stuff. I mean, yeah, we, uh, I thought that was amazing. I didn't cool. I didn't know that until that's I cool. just read it that he he really had his real daughter in the movie. That's pretty dope. It's wonderful. It's the, the cycle starts over. She's gonna be listen. They set for life. I tell you that. Yeah, they're gonna keep it rolling. They definitely <laughs> they definitely gonna keep it rolling. Keep that thing rolling for sure, for sure. But um, yes, we have had. A nice episode. <laughs> quite, quite the episode. <laughs> quite the episode, to say the least. And thank you all for hanging out, for kicking it with us for episode 10 of the DJ and K show. Hey, I'm everybody DJ. know okay. And y'all know me. It's T, baby. And we're going to do this one more time next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>